Welcome to Mad Men and Tonic, recapping Mad Men one workday cocktail at a time. I'm Christina. And I'm Elias. And here we are with a little bonus episode to tide you over to the next one. Yeah, Mad Men's in the news for a couple of reasons, so why not to have a little uh, conversation about what's going on? Yeah, and typically when a show has ended 15 years or I guess started 15 years ago, ended over five years ago. There wouldn't be much in the course of current events, but the stars of the show are, you know, all still many of them working actors and getting buzz and all and all that. Yeah, it's a timeless show. But uh, speaking of its actors, should we start with the the sad news before we jump into the potentially sad bad news good news yeah we'll get to that yes um the actor who played burt cooper robert morse passed away on april 20th we were sad to hear he was 90 won two tony awards and an emmy award so you know prior and all of that was prior to Mad Men. so had quite a, a full career but i think based on the dates from these roles everyone knows him for Mad Men. he's instantly recognizable yeah. Right, as Burt Cooper. Well, yeah, his Tonys are from, what, the 60s? 60s and the 80s. Okay, so. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he was a stage actor, but it makes sense. I mean, you know, you can tell he's a talented yeah. actor when he's up, up there with everyone. Yeah, he's definitely one of the characters from the show that I think unequivocally and consistently through the entire show was just perfectly cast mm-hmm. as the... The white tower above where Don could ever think to get. Right, you right. Know? And uh, I think about his, uh, just his touch in the small scenes he gets and how much we can learn from him or think we learn from him based on just a few lines, especially going through the, the beginning episodes. Yes, yeah, he gives meaningful delivery. Right, right. And he's just this nice old man that will cut your throat, as we talked about yeah, last episode, right? Sometimes he will, right. Yeah, so I don't I don't want to get too spoilery, but are there any scenes of his as Bert that like are lodged in your head uh, when you think of Bert Cooper? What comes to mind? Is it the office or is it the character? <laughs> it's well, the character, but it's the thing that comes to my mind most is she was born in a barn, yeah, and died on like the eighty third floor of a skyscraper. She was an astronaut. So good. His right? little. Quick, like, just off-the-cuff moment of recognition for Miss Blankenship, R.I.P. Who we will get to. Yeah, she has yet to appear or die, but it'll happen. Yeah, we're getting a bit spoilery, but that's okay, because this is, uh, you know, this is one of the main characters, I think, and it's important to talk about the role he plays through the whole show. Yeah, I know Um, what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised, I think, as we've been doing this, how much he's in the early seasons and how... We actually do get a scene that I had forgotten completely about his personal life when he has lunch with his sister. Oh, Alice. Before they sold. Alice Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before they sold to the Brits. And uh, I had completely forgotten about that. But, I mean, of course, the scene that stands out to me, maybe the one that's most demonstrative of his uh, stage chops is Mm -hmm. when he dies in the show. And Don hallucinates him doing the little dance to the best things in life are free in the office yeah. like a choreographed maneuver it's it's probably my favorite episode of the show uh, mm-hmm. and that scene especially is just one of those bizarre moments that don is 
just losing it, number one, which we're at that point in the show where that's a distinct possibility anyway, but also where he's purposefully upstaged by someone else in a performative way, I think, which does not happen right. that often in the show. You know, he commands performance in the in the conference rooms and the presentations and stuff, but not in this hallucination where everyone's dancing with uh, Burt Cooper <laughs> and nobody's near him and yeah. no one else notices him, yep. it seems. So uh, it's sad. 90 years old. Yeah. No, it is sad. Seems like he, you know, was, was married, had five children and you know, like you said, had a, a long, a long acting career. So, um, yeah, a lot, a lot to celebrate. We'll post the wiki because there's some old picture, at least one old picture of him that is pretty wild from <laughs> 1958. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sad news. Rest got, in peace, Bert. Yeah, he's but, got a hefty filmography, so yes. it's definitely worth checking some of that stuff out besides mm-hmm. Mad Men. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it looks like he actually won. Oh, that's the ensemble in a drama. It's Green Actors Guild, but mm-hmm. yeah, rest in peace. Yep. And, you know, that's the best part about these types of shows is we can talk about Burt Cooper forever. Yep. We'll be right, right back to him in a week. Yes, indeed. Yes, the other news, I was surprised to hear you describe it potentially sad, yeah. but you never know. Um, yeah, do you want to introduce that? Sure. This is from a IndieWire article um, titled Mad Men star Kiernan Shipka wants to make a Sally Draper spinoff set in Los Angeles. Same. She's adamant <laughs> that she is, quote, unquote, not done with the character. So, okay. Yeah. Initial thoughts from you. I mean, just like gut reaction without thinking about how much spinoffs get botched. Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Because Sally was getting into, you know, her teenage years at the end of the show and had, like, a rebellious, independent streak, an artistic side, like, Dawn and kind of fighting against her upbringing of, you know, the proper proper ways that, like, Betty tried to impart upon her. And so she was really finding herself as a character. Um, I mean, I think she's a talented actress and she's going to get some kind of another kind of starring role at some point. So why not? Why well, she, not Mad Men? She was Sabrina. And yeah, is exactly. Sabrina still. And right. yeah, I mean, it was an interesting point to leave Sally because yeah, as you said, she was rebelling against her father, but she just found out her mother was terminal. Right. When right. the show ended. Ugh. And, that would be uh, the tough part about that show. So there'd be a lot of, uh, there wouldn't be any shortage of family trauma to deal with uh, if you did this spinoff right. or a uh, personal history to deal with. And this one has been around forever. There's always been this, and maybe it's just the internet and the message boards or whatever, as I like to say, that always had this, like, sure, there could be a great spinoff for Sally or Peggy. Mm-hmm. Like, this yeah. was never like... Like a 70s, yeah. yeah. Out of this, out of the realm of possibility. And when Mad Men ended in 2015, I would have probably bet money that we'd get a spinoff of this as opposed to the one we got for Breaking Bad. I would have said they never would touch that story. It cleaned up so nicely. Whereas this one, I mean, Peggy and Sally are the obvious ones. But who else could we have thrown a spinoff? We've done this all the time in the pod. Yeah, Joan, Joan, of course. Based on the ending of the show for her. Just started her own company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could have come back to Sal and Uh, seen what happened there. There could be a cult miniseries about Sterling's daughter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes please and then right. an hbo documentary about it yeah exactly <laughs> i want a mockumentary style <laughs> thing about margaret 
Sterling. Oh, yeah. What yeah. I mean is that this show just ended perfectly to leave all of those options open. Like, ooh, what could be next? Yeah. Yeah. Um, except now fast forward to seven years later, coming up on seven years since the show ended. Yeah. And we looked up some of the more famous spinoffs, as we mentioned, Better Call Saul. Which is better than the original. I agree. And it's, it's the most accurate show about being a lawyer. Yeah. But before the cartel stuff starts, yeah. of course. But like the, just like Kim being like, well, why can't we do it? And it's like, oh, the client does this. And then you're just looking at documents for hours and hours and hours. The doc review scenes in a dungeon is really uh, critical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that started two years after Breaking Bad ended. And what's weird about that is here we are in season five of Better Call Saul, five or six, and it's a prequel to Breaking Bad, which is really bizarre. Prequel spinoff, I don't think it's ever been done before that I can think of. But you can see the characters that are supposed to start churning into the Breaking Bad world. Mm Mm-hmm. They're, they look way older than they did when the show ended, which is, of you, course. I don't think they look that bad. The twins look way older. Both yeah. of Gus's assistants look much older. Gus looks a little older, too. Um, I think Tuco looked a lot great. older. They look great. I'm not saying they don't look great, but I'm saying it's a prequel. Yeah, and, no, I mean, that's, yeah. And five years later, they're older. And when you so, have the same actors playing the same characters. So, right. like, the other, I mean, isn't that the Sopranos movie? Isn't that a prequel? Yes. But, but they have his son playing him. So, they, like, that age issue. And obviously, you know, he's passed away as well. They don't have anybody reprising their roles in the Sopranos spinoff. But if you've read anything about it or seen it, I haven't seen it because I don't want to ruin the show. Yes. Which is part of my reticence when it comes to these spinoffs. No, fair, you know? fair, fair um, to say. And one of them is, yeah, now we're seven years later. I don't know what the show is going to look like. But, I mean, it would be perfect for Sally because yeah. she'd be perfect to play. Because she'll be like a young yeah. yeah, a young woman and living right. her life and, you know, happen in L.A. if that's what they were to do. But, yeah, yeah. I agree that, like, the prequels are are tough for that reason. Right, which I don't think they'd do that here. And no, I, I don't yeah. think it's possible. Like, Obviously, if it's about we've Sally. We've gotten enough. We've gotten enough about Dawn, frankly. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just always reticent because most of the time – spinoffs don't work and most of the time they start like we looked up Frasier it started the next tv season after Cheers ended another um, one I would say is better than the original but you might disagree Frasier yeah I mean I really like Cheers but I, I think Frasier is equal if not better and then a lot of other famous spinoffs the two from the x-files mm-hmm. the one from Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, of course you can date me based on these spin-offs. <laughs> Those all happened while the main show was still going and they started doing oh, the crossover yeah. things, you know? Yeah. So this is something that I think is new. Like I thought it was way after the fact when Better Call Saul and then the movie both came out. Oh, I forgot about the movie. Uh, a a few years, years yeah. two or three years after Breaking Bad ended. Here we are at seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this article from IndieWire... Elizabeth Moss said that she would only do it if Matthew Weiner was writing the entire show, uh, the spinoff, which who knows who wants to do that. But anyway, cheers to Kiernan for throwing her hat in the ring. Yeah, but I think that they also quoted John Hamm being like, I don't think not. And this was separate from like it wasn't like in response to Kiernan saying this. It was like a separate time they asked him. And he's like, I think like that, you know, the story is just done. Yeah. But is it? I mean, 
Who knows? Well, no, I'm just saying that's what John yeah. Hamm had said. Right. And, you know, he has no say because the spinoff, by necessity, dictates he's barely going to be in the show. Right. Um, well, But, yeah. yeah. I mean, L.A. makes so much sense because the L.A. scenes in the show are basically a spinoff show. Yeah, no. We know? have talked about how it's a separate show. Yeah. And we were deprived of the additional show within a show of Dawn in London in the 60s. Right. Dawn in London. That's, Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about Megan and her soap opera career. There's another, I would have. There's I would have watched. I would watch Megan's spinoff. We know that Megan is a divisive character. Uh, no, among yeah. the Mad Men universe, but that would have been an easy one to do, glamorizing seventies television. So yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Well, well, we'll see. And if there's any more developments, anything else you want to touch on spinoff wise? No, not that I can think of. Um, I mean, yeah, none of the other rats besides Sal I would be interested in following. You don't want a Kinsey, Hari Krishna? Oh, yeah. No, I want a cult. I want just the cults. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm trying to think. No or one like, wants Pete in Kansas, that's for sure. Or like the like <laughs> like alternate timeline, like films of the alternate timelines of the show, like a film of If Dawn Went to London or a film of... If, as people suspected, because she was wearing the same shirt from that famous photo of Sharon, Sharon Tate, Tate, if Megan had been, like, murdered in a show. <laughs> and which I would have obviously been upset about, but that was, I remember that being a speculation. I remember watching the show and having read that on the boards and being nervous it would happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the exact same shirt. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of the show, is we could envision in our head a spinoff for every character. Right? Yeah. Henry raising... Bobby <laughs> in like a leave in Jean and like yeah. a leave it to Beaver uh, oh God. father knows best style you yeah. know, wholesome sitcom this Betty's frigid upbringing oh God on a be- <laughs> you want a Betty prequel uh, yeah a mommy Whew. dearest Bre- Betty prequel I think we got enough earlier this season with uh, her pregnancy fog mm-hmm. I think that's enough of her mother and father uh, influence right <laughs> but, yeah we will keep you updated I guess yeah right yeah, um, we'll have our next one coming out soon about souvenir. We'll be going to Italy. Yes, and maybe for that, as we'll discuss in that episode, we'll throw up a little, a little personal photo carousel of our own on the Instagram. Yeah. From our visit there. We just might. We just might. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram if you are on that we are at madmen and tonic but a and d spelt out um we do little videos of each of the drinks we make and we also like sometimes we have episode updates like last episode where i realized that the original audio file we released had like a echo yeah and i had to redo it i mentioned that on the instagram but we don't always like put that in like the show notes so yeah, so hopefully that worked itself out. Um, if I not, hope we'll so. take we'll I feel take bad. Ec- we'll take extra care this from now on. That was just a one off anyway. Things weren't yeah we things weren't functioning correctly. So we'll we'll get that addressed. Yeah. And apologies if it sounded like you were listening to us in an auto garage. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we're done. Sounds good. Just a nice little short one, huh? Yep. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye.